Hello and welcome to episode one of the WW Bro podcast. Uh, my name is Anthony DiDomenico. I am a stand-up comedian, but I'm also a Weight Watchers member. I have uh, been on Weight Watchers this last time since May 1st, uh, currently down 80.6 pounds. Uh, I have my weigh-in today. Monday is my, is my weigh-in day. Uh, that's why I'm, you'll see every weekend you'll tune in. You'll see me wearing the same shirt if you're watching on Facebook Live. And that's because I wear the same thing to weigh in every day. Um, <clears throat> a little backstory about the of the program. Uh, I started doing Weight Watchers uh, originally way back, uh, back in 2003, uh, about, it's about 24 years old. Um, and from 2003 to 2005, I had lost uh, about 150 pounds on Weight Watchers. Over the years, put that back on and a lot more. Uh, and I kind of, I've been on Weight Watchers for a lifetime. I'm not, on, I'm not at lifetime, but I've been doing this a long time. Uh, so that's why I want to do this podcast. It's not just a, for Weight Watchers. For anybody out there doing a weight loss journey, anybody struggling with weight loss, uh, this is a place to come. And you can go on Facebook, join the group. It's the WW Bro Podcast with Anthony DiDomenico. Follow us on Twitter. WW Row Podcast, and uh, we're going to do the show each week going live on Monday nights at 8 o'clock, and uh, give you a little more of my backstory. I did Weight Watchers on and off until I was about 33. Right before my brother's wedding, I lost another 110 pounds. That was probably 2012 to 2013, or 2011 to 2012. I've done it so many times that the timeline gets all screwed up, and then I... I've done it just for like months at a time and stopped. And every time I've done it, I've lost like maybe 20, 30 pounds. And then I put that right back on. And over the years, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. And this last time I joined now, I weighed more than I ever thought I would ever weigh. And when I saw the number, it's it's a bit, bit shattering. And uh, it br- brings you down to earth a little bit. And... Uh, I've been on it now since May 1st, and again, 80, 80 pounds down. Still a long way to go, but uh, that's what I like about the Weight Watcher program. It's not just a crash diet. It's not a diet. It actually teaches you how to eat and, and how to day-to-day and deal with going out to eat or being somewhere where there's not, like if you're on a, food, a program where the food is ready-made, it's not there for you how to deal with it. And uh, my problems with food go back to when I was a kid. Uh, I am a food addict. That is definitely, uh, I don't have to get diagnosed with that from a psychiatrist or anything. I'm addicted to food. I I love food. It will consume my life. And it has since I was a kid. I remember getting in trouble at school because I was harassing my teacher when snack time was going to be because I wanted my snack. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I obsess about it. Um, being a kid, being upset my grandmother didn't bake me an apple pie. She brought it to somebody else's house. Uh, just always finding excuses to eat and being happy when I ate and eating because I'm sad and, and everything like that. That's definitely uh, brought on uh, the, a lot of the excess weight. And... Uh, I don't know how you deal with that, really. You know, any kind of emotion, it's here's food. 
And I'm not, I'm not blaming anybody, but if you grow up in an Italian household, food's a big thing. Food's a big part of everything. It's, uh, it's life, it's celebration and everything like that. So I grew up with food being celebratory. And uh, again, not blaming anybody because there's thin people in my family. They just, it's just something in me that triggers. Uh, probably if I like cocaine, I'd be a cokehead. Or if I liked alcohol, I'd be an alcoholic. I have that addictive personality. And it does, I have that with other things in my life as well, but food's the main thing. And um, just growing up, always looking for where, you know, sneaking food in the middle of the night. And then when you get older and you get into high school and then you could you get your license, you can go out. And that's what I would do. I would eat my car all the time. I'd go to a fast food place. I'd, I'd sit uh, in a parking lot and just stuff my face and come home and carries on to adulthood. And it, it, food has definitely uh, been an issue. My weight has been an issue in every relationship I've ever had, not just romantically, but with these people. I've, I've not wanted to do things with friends because I felt embarrassed or I felt I'd stick out um, or I, I wouldn't be able to do something they were doing because of my weight and my size. And then that's, that's, that's been an issue as well. And then it just makes you eat more and it makes you go into more of a depression and, 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 and so on. And with my relationships, you know, if someone's looking to build a future with somebody, they don't want to do it with somebody who's not going to be around. And I understand that now and I don't hold any grudges about that. And I totally get that. I, I, I wouldn't want to start a relationship with somebody who I didn't think was going to be around either. But in, when I was in my relationships, I would sneak like I did when I was a kid and I'd eat at work or I'd eat before I came home. I remember I was with uh, one girlfriend and she would actually make my f lunch for me and make my food for me. And we, had, we lived together, so she would make everything for me, send me on to work. And I would come home at night not hungry. And she was like, well, why aren't you hungry? I sent you with a sandwich and a couple of snacks. You should be hungry. And I wasn't hungry because I was eating. I was constantly eating. I was eating at the place next door. I was getting milkshakes. I was eating fast food on the way home. It's really self-sabotaging myself. And that's really what you're, that's really, you know, the problem. You, you, you do this to yourself. You self-sabotage yourself. And that's basically the, the bigger problem with this. And I think that's why Weight Watchers has helped me so much because I, I, I could stick to a regiment. I can't do this on my own. I know I've tried. We've all tried the, the fad diets. We've like, oh, I'm a, starting Monday, I'm going to eat well to exercise and I'm going to take care of myself. We, we, you never do. You, you start and then like, oh, then you may compromise with yourself. I can have that. I can have this. I can just that. That won't be a big deal. Uh, I can have a little bit of this. And before you know it, you're just, you know, downing all the food you could find. But with Weight Watchers, I, I like the structure of the program, especially now that it's available on your phone. You can track everything on the phone. You could scan items in the store if, you, if you're stuck. Uh, everything's on that app. And I think we live in a world now where technology is, 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 you know, rules our lives. So I think it's actually helped with the Weight Watcher program. And this time around, uh, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm successful on it because I, I still have so much to go on it. But I have lost 80.6 pounds and I will celebrate that. I will be happy about that because I'm from March, uh, May 1st, I am 80 pounds less than I was at that point. And at that point, I was at the worst point of my life physically. I was taking a toll on me mentally. And just things weren't 
things weren't feeling right. I, I was feel I was starting to feel sick. Um, that's really how I came to this. Uh, I'm a big wrestling fan. If anybody who knows me knows I'm a big wrestling fan, and every year WrestleMania is a big deal for me and my friends. We we dress up like wrestlers. And we, we put on like a do a promo, what they call in wrestling, where we make believe into the camera, and just for us, it's for fun. And I was looking at the pictures and looking at the video from that WrestleMania, and I really, it was the first time I really noticed how big I've got. And I didn't like it at all. I just did not like it. Um, I noticed that I was, wasn't feeling good. I, I, was, I would eat, and then I just would get run down, and, and I just wanted to, I wanted to sleep, but I wasn't sleeping good. And I just had that, not, I just had that feeling in my stomach, that, that too-full feeling, and... And I had stomach pain because I was eating the wrong things. And around that, that same time, uh, my sister-in-law had a very real talk with me. She's a registered nurse. She knows the effects of being overweight and things that can happen. And, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's different than when, so, when somebody else really sits you down and tells you that stuff. And tells you that they're worried and it tells you that you're scared. And it was one of the best things that happened because, of course, at the time I was uncomfortable and I didn't like it. And I probably went home and ate because of the, the feelings I was having. But when you sit and you think about it, like, you know, you're just not affecting yourself. You're affecting other people around you. I don't want to become a, more of a burden on my family. Um, I, God forbid something happened and they have to take care of me. I, I didn't want that. I'm, I'm 30 right now. I'm 38 years old. I'm still relatively a young man. Too young to be shackled by uh, this excess weight. And that's what I'm trying to get rid of now. And that's what we're trying to get rid of. And I do it through Weight Watchers. So about this time, I had was talking to my buddy, my, well, my best friend, uh, who's Nick Raystone, who wanted to lose weight as well. He has, has a, a daughter who's young. But at the time, she was two. He's chasing around a toddler. He's not feeling good either. He's having the same, same. We've always had the same kind of relationship with food. That's probably one of the reasons why we are such good friends because we have the same struggles and the same problems, and and we've always dealt with it together. We've been best friends forever. We've dealt with uh, just problems you face as a teenager in your early twenties, relationships. Uh, he's been there for my mother passed away. Uh, He's been, you know, I've been there when his daughter was born and and just everything we've been there for each other. So we decided to do this together as well. And uh, he's down just just shy under 70 pounds as well. So this we've really been going going hard at it and uh, really having some success with it. Uh, So it just brings you to that point. I just at the point where I didn't want to feel that way anymore. Affected my comedy career. I'm a I'm a comedian, and uh, being on stage for a certain amount of time would get me winded, and my breath wasn't correct. I could hear myself in the microphone breathing over my jokes. Some jokes where it was a lot of talking to get to the punchline and or a more rapid joke, I would notice I was losing breath towards the end of it. And... Uh, that's the one thing I love more than, you know, more than anything in this world besides my family and is comedy. I don't I'm not married, I don't have kids. I have stand-up comedy. That's to me is my my thing. That's what I live for. That's what I love to do. And now 
because I wasn't taking care of myself and I was letting my relationship with food get in the way, I was now suffering at the one thing I really love doing, and that's stand-up comedy. And so that, that was another thing. Getting around was not easy at all. Getting around had become a problem. Uh, I was, you know, I used to joke around, you know, you'll, you know, those people in the scooters, and it was close to it, very close. Not gonna lie, it was. Uh, it's probably twenty pounds away from not being able to get around by myself. That was getting to that point. Uh, at work, I would time everything for one time to get up, go to the copy machine, bathroom get something from the refrigerator, get a drink. Because it, to be on my feet for that minute or so was sometimes painful. It's embarrassing to say. And, uh, you know, it's I kind of weird thinking about it and saying it out loud because I never told anybody. Because you, you're embarrassed to tell people that kind of stuff. And, uh, and it all came to a head one night. I had gotten, uh, I think maybe it was a wrestling pay-per-view, and I was at home, and I'd ordered Chinese food. And when you're looking at that menu, everything looks good. And you, I kept ordering, especially when it's, I don't have to go to the place, they deliver it, I can order online, and I don't got to talk to anybody. I'm pretty much anonymous, I just got to open the door and give the guy the money. Not even, I can pay online, even the tip, but I just got to open the door and take the bag. And I, I ate, and then I had that feeling. I felt like the food was up to my neck, and I just didn't feel good. Got short of breath, and uh, I said to myself, I can't do this anymore. Just can't do it. I did, I, I did not want to do it anymore. You know, every time I've done Weight Watchers in the past, I've done it for... Somebody else. I've done it for uh, people I was with in relationships. I've done it because I thought maybe my family wanted me to do it. I did it because I felt like I had to do it. When you're a big person, you always feel like you should be on a diet or you should be doing something because other people look at you that way. Are you eating that? You're eating that? You know, uh, I, things that stopped me from doing it was one, I don't, I don't want to be monitored. When every time I was in a relationship and I did Weight Watchers, I'm not saying the person was, but I felt like they were monitoring what I ate. And they were like, well, can you eat that? Can you eat that? Can you eat that? So I would just counter that and just eat it then. I would go, oh, I can eat whatever I want. So you lie to yourself. But this time, uh, joining Weight Watchers, uh, I'm really doing it for myself. No other person. This is for me. This is because I want it. I don't want to be shackled anymore by this. I don't want to have any more restrictions. I want to be able to do what I want to do and not have to feel like I'm being held back by anything. Slowly but surely getting there. Uh, I've noticed just my stamina has picked up. I started going to the gym again, which I, I love doing, believe it or not. Uh, as lazy as I am, I do enjoy lifting weights. That's one of my favorite exercises is to lift weights. It relaxes me, calms me down, it relieves a lot of stress. And uh, cart, I don't love cardio, but I do it. <laughs> I don't love the cardio. Uh, 
but uh, I, the whole point of getting to the gym again is feeling comfortable enough, you know. And again, and you know, when you're a big person, you kind of feel like all eyes are on you, in a way. And sometimes they are. You, I hear what people say, and you walk by. I hear the Snickers and the and the little jokes. And the kids and with the, you know kids always like mommy look at him look how big he is, and it gets to you. So you, you think you're gonna go to the gym now and you're gonna work out, you're gonna make yourself very vulnerable and uncomfortable in front of people who could do this a lot better than you, more with ease. You know, uh, I go to the gym, I do the treadmill. I don't go very fast. I can't go very fast. It's fast for me. But the other day I was at the gym. I look over. I see uh, like a 70 year old woman going faster than me. You know and at first, it does get you discouraged, but like, oh, you know, this is my speed, and I wasn't doing this a couple of months ago, and I wasn't even moving before May 1st, so baby steps, so to speak. And uh, so I wanted to start this podcast. I wanted to have a forum for people to come going through uh, their weight loss journey, what works, what doesn't work. I found, uh, uh, you know different recipes to make. I love to cook. I've always loved to cook. I've, I did, I started doing catering when I worked at King Cullen back in my early 20s. And I always like to, enjoyed cooking. It's, again, another thing that relaxes me and calms me down. And maybe because part of it is my love of food. But now through Weight Watchers, I've found I can make everything I enjoyed before, but a healthier version. And, you know, you, you feel better after you eat it. You feel better when you have more natural food inside of you, which is another thing I never thought I'd be saying because I did, again, as much as I like good food, I love bad food, fast food, uh, McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell. I had tacos last night, made turkey tacos, absolutely delicious. Is it Taco Bell? No. Does it give me, does it give me the same feeling? No, I miss it. I miss that kind of stuff every day. That's never going to go away. But when you can make something that kind of takes the place of it, it, it helps. Just finding different things uh, that I that I never thought I would ever try. A lot of new vegetables. Um, different things like quinoa. I eat quinoa with everything now. I never really knew what that was before. People would tell me about it. I'm like, oh, I don't know what it is. Not bad. <laughs> it's not rice. It's not macaroni. That's a tough give up, is the macaroni. I was talking to my buddy Nick about that tonight. Um, as an Italian, I do like macaroni. I don't get to eat it as much now. Because um, it doesn't fit really into the points as much as I would like it to. So I swap it out for other things. I make the zucchini noodles with the vegetti. Put a little in the pan, a little olive oil, tomato sauce, some vegetables. Is it pasta? No. Does it take the place a little bit? Yes. And that's, I think, the, the difference this time around is that I'm, I'm willing to make those changes. Wasn't before. And uh, it's just a different frame of mind, different mindset that I didn't have before. And it's kind of weird because a lot of people, you know, they'll tell me that I'm an inspiration to them or I'm inspiring them. I don't see it because I have such a long way to go. And uh, 
I was saying before, like, you know, I feel like I shouldn't be doing this. I just want to be like a normal person and not have to do this. I wish that I wasn't addicted to food. It wasn't my trigger. And that wasn't the first thing I went to every time. But it is. And that's we all where we are now. And it's got to move forward. And, uh, you know, with, with Weight Watchers, I'm not ashamed to say I'm on Weight Watchers. And uh, I think in the past I was. Very proud to be a Weight Watcher member. I'm proud to do the program. I like telling people about it, the benefits of it, what I like about it. Um, I go to my meetings every week. I rarely miss a meeting. I think I might have missed one meeting since, one or two meetings since uh, May 1st. I think that's where it starts is, is getting to the meeting. If anybody's looking to do this program, if anybody wants to get on a weight loss journey, find the avenue that you're most comfortable with. I'm not saying it has to be Weight Watchers. It's because the, the podcast is called WW Bro, Weight Watcher Bro, um, or it's a Weight Watchers-inspired theme podcast. If that's not for you, don't do that. Do what's comfortable for you. Do what you want to do, what you think is going to be the best vehicle to get you to your weight loss goal, and do that. But you have to be committed to that. You have to go every week. If it's a meeting, if it's a check-in online, if it, that's... I think that's the, the accountability is what was, was a big thing that I was missing out of all this. Because I'm not accountable to anybody. I'm a grown man. If I don't lose weight, that's on me. If I don't do this, that's on me. So I make this accountable now to myself. It's one reason why I'm so public with it, too. Uh, some people don't post as much as I do about their, their weight loss journey. But for me, it, it makes it accountable. I feel like every week I have to let people know my successes or non-successes. Uh, the success at the scale, other things. So the accountability for me is a big thing for it. Another reason why I like this program, because I am accountable every day for it. On, the, on my app, when I share it on social media. And it's helped me. And the support, I've gotten so much support. I have probably more than uh, most people have. I have a tremendous support system. My family is absolutely amazing. They're behind me a million percent with this. My friends, um, comics, the comedy clubs, just people I, I meet doing comedy, people that come to shows, my Facebook friends, my social media friends. And it helps. It's a big it's a big thing. You need a support system. That's another reason why I would say go to something with a meeting. Because you have that support system there every week. I love my Weight Watcher meeting. I really do. I love going to my meeting. I feel good after I leave. I feel good going to it. I look forward to it all week long. Monday I get excited about it. Because uh, I know I'm good. Well, me weighing in. You want that you want that instant gratification. But if I don't get what I want on the scale, I get very I can get angry. You can ask my friends and um and I feel bad sometimes for the ladies weighing me in because if I don't get that reaction that I want or the number that I want, the unpleasantness comes out. Not unpleasant to them, but I the look on my face and, and my reaction to it. And then I go sulk off, I sit in the in the chair and um you know my leader always will say something that to to make it better and you, you you know then you go into the program and realize that it's it's just you know 
it's a long journey. You know, my buddy Nick's on right now. He's saying yes. And it is, you know, ups and downs. And it's crazy. I, I first started going to the gym last month. And my weigh-ins after the gym was I stayed the same. I lost one pound. I think I lost like, so, I don't know what I lost the week before that, but like I stayed the same my first week back at the gym. I was insane. I was like, I was, <laughs> I was, I was driving myself insane about it. And the next week I thought like, okay, this is it. This is going to be one pound. I was like, well, this is not going the way I planned. Everyone's like, go to the gym. It'll melt off of you. So this week I got a little more validation. I was 4.6. So I'm trying to see it more now. And you know, I kind of knew it before. I just little little things that I, I I didn't know, you know, my 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 Fitbit was looser. I had a tight going notch on my Fitbit. My belt now, my pants are starting to get way loose. My jeans, you pull them out to like clown pants. My shirts are getting really loose. I said this tonight, my car has gotten bigger. <laughs> it's crazy to sound. My car has gotten bigger. I fit better in my car now. And there was a, my belly doesn't honk the horn when I get out. I was very, <laughs> I have to get out a certain way so your belly don't honk the horn. I can get out like a normal person now. And still, even still with a lot to go. So it's, it's, that's also encouraging too to see where I've come in such a, I guess a short time. And we have given each other the goal. We've given ourselves a goal. I want to lose 100 pounds by April 8th, which is the next WrestleMania. That is my goal. That's my, that's my next goal, to lose 100 pounds by WrestleMania. And hopefully I can, I think I can achieve that. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to get there sooner than that, but let's not be carried away because it could, uh, could backfire very quickly. But um, that's what I really want to talk about tonight is just the getting here, getting here part, how I got here. And other shows are going to have more of a theme. They'll be more like, you know, we'll do like, you know, recipes and stuff like that. But every week will be, I'll share my, my, my weight loss, my success, my gains even. I've gained. You gain on the program too. That's another thing they tell you. Like you're going to gain weight. It's going to happen some weeks. Um. Another reason why I want to do Weight Watchers, I, I don't want the surgery. I'm scared, of, I'm scared of weight loss surgery. I am it really, it scares me more than anything to have that weight loss surgery. I know people are like, why? Isn't it better to have that to be dead? Yeah, it is, but you, you got to get into my crazy head for a second. I don't, you know, it just, it weirds me out. I've had people, I know people that have the surgery that sometimes they haven't lost what they wanted to lose. Uh my one of my ex-girlfriends had the band and sometimes eating was very uncomfortable for her very uncomfortable she would food would get stuck you'd throw up at i just that's not me i don't want i don't want to i don't want to do that i don't want to eat little pellets i i want to be able to control this and i want to do it myself i know i can do it i want the willpower to do it and uh you know, the surgery is a last... If this doesn't work, I'll have to do that. That's one of the reasons why I think I'm also a little more focused this time as well as I, I don't I don't want to have to go for that surgery. Uh, I, I don't want my stomach cut open. I don't want to... 
Well, I don't want to go see the shrink you have to see before you have that surgery. I've seen shrinks. All I do is ask me questions they don't believe the answers to. I don't want to go to therapy. Might solve a lot of problems, but I don't want to do it. I actually, one time, my, uh, my ex's cousin had the weight loss surgery, and I went to go pick up her medicine, and they asked me if I was checking in. <laughs> uh, we have Ronnie, who's uh, com- watching, commenting. Ronnie says, and you are proving you don't need the surgery. Thank you, Ronnie. I- I'm not trying to prove that I don't need it or I don't, I, I don't want it. Listen, if you have the surgery, people have the surgery, and that, that's helped. They're healthy now. They're, they're living. That's all that matters. Again, again, this is what this podcast is for. You don't have to just be on Weight Watchers. It's what I'm doing. It's about weight loss journey and what you're doing. If having the surgery was the best option for that person and what they wanted to do, I am all for that. I support that 100%. I feel, my personal opinion, that Weight Watchers is the best weight loss program. That's how I feel. People might have a different opinion about it, one of the opinions I've heard about that is because uh, people will try to manipulate the program. There's free, f- there's foods that are zero points, and there's foods that there are foods that are zero points. Lean chicken, turkey, eggs are now zero points. Uh, any kind of beans are zero points. You can overeat that as much as any anything else. You can eat that like you, you eat candy. You can overeat. You can eat too much chicken. You can eat too much beans. You can eat too many eggs. It's all portion control, and that's what you have to learn, and that's what I like about this. It's teaching you how to eat. It's teaching you how to get through day-to-day and eat a healthy portion and eat a healthy meal. And I've done that outside of the place. I mean, I'm at comedy clubs all the time, and a lot of the food's bar food. Everybody's eating burgers, chicken wings, they're eating uh, chicken fingers, quesadillas, and for a long time, that's what I ate. I, one time I had a burger at, at, uh, at a McGuire's Comedy Club, and they have it at all the governor's clubs. It's a burger called the Forget About It Burger. It's a bacon cheeseburger with onion rings and chicken fingers on it. And they brought this thing out. You thought it was feeding time at the zoo. Everybody's gathered around. I don't know if anybody's seen The Great Outdoors when John Candy ate the old 96er. That's what it was like. I was sitting around. Everybody's watching me eat this burger. And I ate the whole thing. And I went on stage, and I couldn't breathe. (laughs) I I was so full. I was having, like, meat sweats on stage. I had to address it and tell the crowd about it. Now I have chicken and vegetables at the club. And, again, that's what the support system they they make that for me. I, I you know it's not on the menu, but I have a great support system, and 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 they do that for me. They 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 make it you know, steamed chicken. I mean steamed vegetables and chicken, plain you know grilled chicken. It's it's tough when sometimes all your other friends are eating, you know quesadillas and burgers, and you want that. I want that. They're delicious. French fries. I miss French fries. Um, but it's it's give and take. Feeling better is, and I know people have said this before. Nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. I don't know that yet, and maybe I'll never know it. But feeling better 
tastes a lot better than than any any of those foods. That instant gratification, being able to to walk around better. I probably don't walk as you know. I, for me, I'm, I'm running marathons, but <laughs> to normal people, it ain't really moving around like you know. They can move around, but for me, it's running marathons. I, I feel like I'm out there and I'm and I'm really going. But you know, that's just the different steps. But the program, I think it works if, you know, like they say, if you works, if you work it, like anything else. I've tried every other thing in the past. I've, I've done it on my own. I tried Atkins. Atkins worked for me a little bit, but I, I got sick when I came off of it. I was, actually, I was getting sick while I was doing it. I just didn't feel, I was so weak. But I lost like 30 pounds like a month. I just came, and you gain it back and plus more. I uh, I remember I, I I was like 18. I was going. I was. I think it was my last physical I got before high school ended. Maybe it was the physical I got before college. So I started college. Um, and my doctor was like, yeah, "This is ridiculous." Now, I mean, as a kid, it was one thing, but you know, you get 18 years old now. You gotta you gotta watch out for this. You gotta look at it. And you gotta see what's you know, get a hold of this. And he asked me what I ate. I lied to him. I said, I ate this. And I don't eat that. He goes, really? That's all you eat? I go, yeah. He goes, maybe it's a thyroid issue. I'm like, all right. So I got all the blood work done. My mother called me. I was at my friend's house. She goes, I got your blood work back. I ain't a thyroid. It's what you shove in your face. She was right. And I let myself believe that it was a thyroid problem, but it wasn't. I knew exactly what it was. I knew what I was eating. You know, my friends would go out. You know, I'd eat dinner at home. We'd go hang out. We'd drive around. And we'd stop, stop to get fast food. I put a lot of weight on in high school just from that, too. As soon as your friends got a car, every day you go to lunch, you get fast food. You eat at night. I worked at a deli for 10 years. Ate all day long. It's right there. So, I mean, that's the... Got to rein it in, and that's what we. That's what. That's what I'm trying to do now. So that's what this podcast is going to be about. This is kind of like an introduction, first show. Uh, a little nervous doing it because I shared some things I really don't like to talk about with people, but um, people have told me that I'm helping them, inspiring them. So I want this to be an open forum. Uh, please go to the Facebook page and like and. It's a Facebook group, actually. Go to the group. Join the group. I'm going to be posting recipes in there and just other things about Weight Watchers. And I want to hear from you, too. I want to hear what's working for you. Maybe it'll help me out when I'm having a tough week. And the Facebook group is WW Bro Podcast with Anthony DiDomenico. Please join. Uh, follow us on Twitter, WW Bro Podcast. Send your questions and comments there as well. And you can also follow me on my other social media, um, my regular Facebook page, Anthony DiDomenico. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, at ComicAnthonyD. My website, AnthonyDLive.com. Any of those avenues you want to get to, uh, I want to share the podcast with you through there. And we'll be doing this every Monday at 8 o'clock. We'll be going live on Facebook. Uh, you can find the link to listen at 
www.bropodcast.podbean.com. That's where the show will be posted every week. So uh, next week we'll be back. We'll be talking more about, uh, I think next week we can do cheat days. I want to address that and uh, I'll be going with my week, how I did this, how I did that week, my, my, my total progression. So next week is uh, cheat days and I'm going to go over some dinner ideas as well. What I was talking about before, about taking your favorite food, making a healthier version of a couple of recipes for you. I want to thank everybody for joining in on the first podcast. I hit the wrong button there. I want to thank everybody for joining in on the first podcast of the WWO podcast. We'll be back next Monday with a brand new episode. Thank you for watching on Facebook Live and listening home on your listening devices. We are played in and out each week by the band Hollow. You can pick up the single Something to Believe on iTunes. Definitely get it. It's definitely worth it. It's a great song. And check out their other stuff, too. We're back next week. Everybody have a great week. And I'll see Leslie's next week. Later.